You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Wednesday, June 15. More than 2 million of the lowest paid Aussie workers will receive an increase of 5.2% in their pay packets following a decision by the Fair Work Commission. From July 1, the minimum wage will rise from $20.33 an hour to $21.38, giving a weekly increase of approximately $40. A 4.6% increase will also apply for those on modern award wages from next month, but staff in the aviation, tourism and hospitality sectors will have to wait until October 1 for the change. Fair Work Commission President Ian Ross says the move will help those on the lowest incomes to keep up with the rising cost of living. And the impact of rising inflation that has led to a real wage cut for many other workers will be addressed in subsequent reviews. A coronial inquest into the death of an Aboriginal woman in the Northern Territory has found that police did nothing to help her after she was abducted by her former partner. Magistrate Elizabeth Armitage found that 28-year-old, who is known only as Roberta, was subjected to weeks of abuse before she suffered a slow and painful death at the hands of her ex in June 2019. Ms Armitage noted that when Roberta finally called the police, they did nothing to help her. To the contrary, the police members were rude to her and dismissed her complaints, even though it was the seventh time he'd assaulted her. The inquest also found the attacker's parole officer was not notified about Roberta's calls to police and a legal support worker failed to pass on information about his visit to Darwin when he tracked her down. Ms Armitage has recommended that community corrections provide violent offenders with more comprehensive supervision and called for police, corrections, legal and community service officers to share electronic monitoring data. Roberta was the 65th Aboriginal woman killed by a current or former intimate partner between August 2000 and August 2019. The federal court has approved a takeover deal of Crown Resorts that will see James Packer receive $3.36 billion as he owns 37% of the company's shares. American investment business Blackstone is making the purchase for a total of $8.9 billion. It's hoped the buyout will end years of turmoil for Crown, which has been subjected to countless inquiries in several states, which found the company was unfit to run casinos amid rampant law-breaking. 
consumer group Choice has exposed a number of large retailers for using facial recognition software on customers without them realising it was happening. Choice is referring Kmart, Bunnings and The Good Guys to the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner to investigate potential breaches of the Privacy Act. It comes after Choice asked 25 retailers whether they were using technology which captures and stores unique biometric information, such as facial features known as a face print. Choice noted that while these companies alerted shoppers, it was done so only with small, inconspicuous signs and or privacy policies buried on their website. As a result, Choice is also calling on the federal government to create a guide to protect consumers who don't want their face print kept on file. A superannuation investment company has been fined $1.7 million after it was found to have continued charging customers for advice even after they were dead. Executives at Adventios Investments discovered that 500 deceased members were wrongly charged almost $700,000 in advisor service fees in early 2016, but failed to act for more than two years. As a result, fees paid to financial advisors were routinely deducted from accounts on more than 5,000 occasions. The company pleaded guilty to 18 charges, which led to the fine and a payment of $1.3 million to financial regulator ASIC to cover the cost of the investigation. County Court Judge Trevor Rate found that while the company's conduct was serious and prolonged, it was neither a deliberate nor calculated plan to take money from clients. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's deep dive into why as many as 60% of Aussie teachers are preparing to quit and what we can do to fix the education sector.